George last night. I thought today how the sister Bridget showed up with three kids. She went home with three kids and two brothers. What a blessing. I want to say how much I appreciate these two brothers preaching. That's really good. I thought about that. The teaching brother Ethan did the other night about the alabaster box and how that woman gave everything she could. And then last night, listening to the voice of God, it just blessed me. And, uh, that's what the Word of God will do if you let it. If you'll pay attention to it. So, I try my best to keep it no longer than it needs to be. I know Paul preached till midnight, but he did that and that boy fell out there and got killed too. Out of that window. So. Uh, I don't know enough to preach till midnight. But I do want to preach till the Lord gets done with me. And I'll try to cut out everything else. So I know the Lord is also aware of our attention span in 2023. <laughs> But I need him tonight. I want to talk to you tonight about surrender. I've had this on my heart for a little while now about how that works. And I want to use a reading lesson that be found in the book of Luke. In the 15th chapter. I'm going to begin with the 11th verse, Luke 15 and 11. A certain man had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. Not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country and there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land and he began to be in want. He went and joined himself to a citizen of that country and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my father have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger. I will rise and I'll go to my father, and I'll say to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven, and before thee. And I am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose and came to his father, but when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said unto his father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and I am no more worthy to be called thy son. 
But the father said to his servants, bring forth the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. And bring hither the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. They begin to be merry. I told you all ago I wanted to talk about surrender. Surrender is when you uh, just let go. Bow down and let the Lord have His way. I guess a lot of people preach this to the lost. And some people preach it to the saved. I'm kind of figuring it might work both ways. I don't know for sure. But I do know this much. I do know it will work when you get away from the Lord. And if you're lost tonight, you're away from the Lord. You're separated from Him. There's a reason why little babies go to heaven when they die. It's because they're children of God. And then there comes that time in our lives where all that changes. Titus 3 and 5 said, Not according, not by the works of righteousness which we have done, but according to His mercy, He saved us by the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Ghost. I'm going to submit to you tonight that I believe every child of God has the Holy Ghost. And everybody that goes to heaven is going to have the Holy Ghost. Because if you were saved by the renewing of it, it had to be there somewhere down the line before that, right? And I want to tell you something. When He comes by and He removes that from you, it hurts. That's what we call separated from God. And it ain't no fun being separated from God. But I also believe this. If you want to talk about this as far as somebody that's already been saved and got out into the world and got away from the Lord, you didn't lose your salvation. If you ever got it, you won't never lose it. That should be the shortest argument I believe in this whole Bible. Why would anybody believe you can lose it when He calls an everlasting life? I'm sure glad you can't. Because I would have. I know I would have. So if you ever got it, you still got it. So however you want to apply this to that. He was a son. And he left his father. What happened when that happens? We need to surrender. Brother Benji's message last night touched my heart. Because I've been there. I know what it's like for him to use other things to bring me down to where I'd be willing to surrender. 
So this might apply to you tonight, and I will assure you that I'm not going to say one negative bad thing about anybody here. If I say anything negative, it'll be about me. And you can apply it to you if you want to. But I don't believe in doing that to people. But I do believe in preaching the truth. <laughs> he got his part of it. He left. And he went out into the world. And he wasted his substance on riotous living. Can you y'all relate to that? There's a whole bunch of us saved people needs to surrender. You know what? If we want things to get back like it used to be, then we're going to have to start doing things like we used to do. The world is calling our names on a regular basis. We're going to have to quit looking down on people that's got addictions, that's got problems, that's got issues, and help them the best we can. Because God is a God that restores people. And He told us if you're spiritual, you restore people. We should work at that the best we can. To help people. And I'm going to tell you that I'm one of them that's been there. And I'm so sorry. But I believe in forgiveness. Amen. Because God will rain on your parade. I'm telling you. He'll knock the cross out from under you if you don't live right. I knew y'all could relate to that. And He'll put you in position. That you come to yourself. And when you come to yourself, you'll have a realization what I'm doing ain't working. And those people, I'm going to tell you something. You've been lost for four or five years. What you're doing, it ain't working. And you can get it fixed tonight. You can leave here different than you came, but you're going to have to. So quit doing what you've been doing and turn it over to the Lord. That's the only way you'll ever get saved. He won't have it no other way. He ain't going to change the rules for you. He ain't going to change the rules for anybody else. Salvation is peace with God and there ain't but one way to get it. And that's surrender to Him. Now I know, I know y'all are a lot of times confused. Because you got some people saying hang on and you got some people saying turn loose. Exactly you got some people saying push on and you got some people to stand still. So I'm going to submit this to you. This boy here, when he came to himself, he said, I'm going to go. I'm going to go back to my father's house. I'm going to go back to him. Lost person, you let her go. When he's going and he's pulling you, come to him. Amen. He'll want you. He's done everything possible for you to be saved. And you just keep saying, I don't want it. There's this thing called blasphemy against the Holy Ghost. 
Now look up what that word meant. Jesus said all manner of blasphemy. If you could say things about Jesus, then that can be forgiven. But if you blaspheme the Holy Ghost, he said it won't ever be forgiven here or there. But you can stop blaspheming. Because Paul said he used to be one. He must have quit somewhere down the line, right? Those those thieves that was on the cross, both of them railed on Jesus. And that's what blaspheme means, is to rail against, to speak evil against. It means to discount it like it don't matter. And I want you to know tonight, you can't get saved without the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. And when you say, I don't want you, and you reject him, what you're doing is you're pushing him away. And he'll never save you that way. Amen. That's right. But when you go, you do all that you can do. And you make up in your heart, I'm going to go to him. And it's just like if somebody said the other night, might have been me, I don't know. He says, if you draw an eye to me, I will draw an eye to you. Amen. When you keep going, they'll keep coming. This man will see his father coming up far off. That's the only time in the Bible I can find where God brands is to fix up something one of his kids. He wants to. Are you going to leave? What about us saved people? How can we expect lost people to surrender if we ain't willing to try to do the same I thought about that scripture over in the 40th chapter of Psalms. I believe it is. He said, I waited patiently for the Lord. And he inclined his ear on me. And I thought, I don't know what that means. I know I'm a dumb old country boy, but I got to know what them words mean. I have to. I have to look it up. I think I know what something means sometimes when I get up and try to tell somebody else and I don't have. But when you look it up, it'll change it. You know what the word incline means? See, the Hebrews, this was back in the old Bible, the Hebrews had a picture kind of a language. They didn't have just like words that just read off like we do. Incline means this. It's when somebody of prominence, a big shot, a real big shot, like a king is walking down the road and there's a beggar and the beggar looks up baby and the king inclines, he leans down to him that's what happened when I got saved he stopped long enough to that little horse to change me on the inside and he will you too if you'll just go to him. Amen. Ain't it good that he, even though he is a big son, he don't act like one. Right. He'll hang out with us sinners. Amen. Saved or lost. And boy, I'm glad of that. Amen. 
I thought about this in the 19th verse. I'm no more worthy to be called thy son. I said well ago I wasn't going to say nothing negative about nobody else. And I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. And I'll just be honest with you. They don't need me trying to hide nothing. Every time we help in a revival somewhere, I don't care where it's at, we want a love to develop between the people and the preachers. Because God is love. And the more God we got, the more love we got. So to offend people ain't going to help that none. But I can tell you one thing. I absolutely made a mess out of my life. Boy, I wish I had it back. What about you? I remember one night in a little old bitty camper that I was living in that I come to myself. And I went to him. I was tired of that cloud over me. I wanted his sweet presence again in my life. He inclined his ear to me one more time. What about you? Have you ever been there? Have you ever thought you was a little better than what you was and found out that you want nothing? That we don't work. We're not working to be your children. And boy, when you have that attitude, when you go to the Lord humble and you tell Him, Lord, I, I know I don't deserve to be one of your kids, but I sure am thankful that I am. And if you're lost, I want you to know you're raised in a culture today that people think they deserve. Entitlement. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about y'all, we had to work when I was here. Then I'm told. And I'm so thankful for it. And I was taught that I didn't deserve for him to stop listening to me when I called on him. What you're doing ain't working. Can you imagine this in your mind before we give an offer call? You can go home tonight and have peace in your heart. And same person, what about you? Is that sneaking around doing stuff that you think nobody else knows about helping you? Or is it hindering your life to the Lord? Well, I'm sure you some people know about it. Because you can't hide things. He knows it all. Amen. And I will assure you something else. When you make up your mind, you come to yourself and you say, I'm going to go to my father. He'll do you just like you did this boy. He'll come running. <laughs> and he'll kiss you on your knees. And you can climb up in this big old lap and everything will be forgiven and gone. My daddy ain't here so I can tell this. He used to wear me out. I mean, he wouldn't play it. How many of y'all raised like that? I feared him. He treated me good. I knew he loved me, but boy, when you crossed him, you was in bad trouble. But I also remember this. 
Put it with over. He'd say something like, come on, son, let's go over here and sit down. Everything was good. There was no fear in my Everything was right between my me and my day. It's the same way with my other day. My spiritual day. Boy, wouldn't it be good this week if we could just eat it right? You might say, you're messing now. I'm not trying to. We need the Lord. Amen. We need Him, man. I'm not trying to be a smart aleck. I hope you don't think I am. But we could clean up our lives, couldn't we? We could pray like we're supposed to. We could study the Bible like we're supposed to. We could love each other like we're supposed to. Would it be worth it to you if we did? I told the Lord before I got up here tonight, I said, if you help me tonight, give me that. I said, you get out of here, I got. What matter? And then I thought, you know what, you had it all anyway. Because if I make a mess tonight, I'll still be saved. I don't want to make a mess. I want him to be happy with it. I want a good ride home tonight. I want to know that I tried to praise him. So I've got to tell the truth. If you've been called a priest and you ain't doing it, you better get to it. Amen. That running won't get you nowhere. I tried that too. You'll just get in the worst shape. You go back to surrender. Surrender means I've done all I can do, Lord. I've gone as far as I can go. I tried all them words of talking and saying this and trying to pray and do what those people told me to do. They loved me and they were telling me the truth, but I just couldn't get it. But one day on that porch, I just caught it down there and I just, I don't, I don't even know when I see it. I'd be lying if I said I said anything. I don't know. But I don't know what I did. I just let him have me. That's right. Amen. That's all it was. I just turned me over to him. I run blood out of me. I surrendered to him. And boy, when I did all that trouble, it was just gone and I wanted for you tonight. And it ain't been bad. So how do you want to apply this again? It works. Lost people, you don't have to surrender to the Lord. Or you won't never get saved. And us saved people, we need to do the same thing. Surrender. We belong to Him. He bought me. I don't know why. I wouldn't have bought me. Must have meant something to him. Sometime tonight, can we do what we did last night? That's the most beautiful thing I've seen in a long 
ลองตาอ I'll tell you one thing if it was my kid up here I would sure enough appreciate you coming I reckon everybody else's kids is just as important to God as mine is. We need them all to be saved. We need to surrender. I love y'all. And I'm enjoying getting to love you better. I want you to get a song. I'm going to ask you people that are lost. Would you please come to this altar with the determination that I'm going to go as far as I can go. And when I get there, I'm just going to let Him have me. If you will do that, you'll go home a different person. What the Lord did to us last night? I expect He's willing to be good to us again tonight. Appreciate you listening, brother. Have a song.